My psychic senses are telling me that you are spiritually curious. I'm just kidding. If you found your way here, most likely <laughs> you are interested or curious about energy, the secrets of the universe, the magic of the unseen. There is a lot of conflicting information out there about how to tune into energy beings properly, how to build your intuition, how to cleanse things, yada, yada, yada. I know how overwhelming it can be, so I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans-channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. Subscribers get 15% off all full-price services, a monthly group Zoom hangout where the weird is our normal. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided meditations, movement meditations, weekly reflections, intuitive practices, this podcast, ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only $7 per month. So if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being, a priceless investment in yourself, you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek. I'll see you over there. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. I'm so excited to introduce to you my beautiful friend, Peepo. We have a very fascinating conversation. So excited for you to have your brains expanded in new ways, hopefully. <laughs> Here we go. Filippo Gabella, better known as Peepo Beats is an American pop singer-songwriter from Los Angeles, California, and is of Chilean descent. The self-taught musician produces the sort of music that captures the heart of his listeners, and for that reason, Peepo's music has been gaining some serious attention within the music industry. Peepo Beats, not long ago, launched his first full album, Singing Hills, in 2020, followed by a music video for the track, Hate It. Proving that dreams can come true, Peepo Beats was a winner on NBC's television show Songland Season 2, Episode Number 2, where he pitched his original track Sway to Luis Fonzi and hit number one on iTunes. In fact, Sway is within the top 10 winning songs of Songland. So big, congrats, my friend. <laughs> Having honed his production skills over the years, the multi-instrumentalist has released songs of high quality and depth at an impressive rate. From the shoeboxes that he once used as makeshift drums when he was eight years old to the pearl drums he currently uses, music was always a serious focus in people's life, and that passion greatly shows in how professionally he approaches his craft. He started performing for his classmates in his school talent show and has broadened his horizons by playing in front of mass audiences in Los Angeles and all the way to Chile. At the age of 16, Peepo Beats launched his first debut EP, We the Peepo, in 2015, which gave fans a taste of his upbeat and catchy pop production skills, as well as his diverse interest in multiple genres of music. With a handful of singles, in 2017, he launched his first Spanish song entitled... 
I can't pronounce this. Nadie te quiere como yo. <laughs> Hopefully that's right. <laughs> Which instantly garnered over 100,000 streams, clearly showing that Pipo Beat's bilingual ability was a welcome addition to the music industry. He has performed at the Miss Asia International Beauty Pageant. I danced with him there. That's actually where we met, where he debuted his song Flawless. I choreographed that music video. <laughs> <laughs> the memories a track that he was specifically commissioned to write for the beauty pageant at the present time people beats will be releasing a spanish and english single called tocalo followed with a tocalo music video movie in addition to people beats doing virtual and live performances for his fans in chile mexico and the united states he finds time to do philanthropy work for organizations such as camp ronald mcdonald's and others he is coming out with an album called Santiago and is currently traveling all over the place to make it happen, which we will kind of talk about. I'm going to put links to his website and Spotify in the um, episode notes so that you can listen to his music because he's very talented. And I got to say, the songs that he's been coming out with lately, especially that are to be released, are fucking fire they're really good <laughs> they're really good i'm not kidding so definitely he is one to follow so i met people very randomly i was at my dance studio i think it was like a saturday morning and his dad walked in looking for dancers to perform backup for the miss asia international pageant so i agreed i've done a couple other projects with him um but we became a lot closer last year as he kind of started undergoing a really big spiritual awakening. Um, he is such a fascinating and unique individual. We talk about a lot of good topics and I feel like the way that he lives his life is very inspiring because he just like goes and does whatever the hell he wants without really concerned for how he will be perceived, which I really admire about him. Um, as with all of these expansive talks, the goal is to just welcome in new conversations and new perspectives. So as with everything, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. I hope that it expands your mind in new ways. Um, I hope it makes you think about things in different ways. Um, and all in all, I hope you just enjoy and are able to take something out of it. As a forewarning, he is outside, so there is wind. Just FYI, in case it sounds like there's a monster in the background, it is the wind. Here we go. Huh. I'm in Chile. <laughs> Are you here with family? <laughs> Have you been able to find a better balance between like being a human and being connected to things? I'm working on it. How has it been? Here's the thing. How many times have they asked me how it's been? And my answer better be manifested in the direction that I want to go. Mm. So that's when I say it's going phenomenal. And then I really start putting things together and I'm like, yes, okay, sometimes I want things to go my way. And I'm used to being in LA and having my structure to the T and being comfortable. But to be honest, there have been times of uncomfortability throughout this process. Yeah. And a lot of that has come through vibration thoughts i've had thoughts some negative thoughts have come up in my mind brush those off focus on the main ones i've had it's been it's been a left and right thing between this is who i am 
this is what I'm doing and the distraction that happens to everybody. But it's, it's definitely easier to be who you say you want to be and who you are when you've got everything, piece of cake, wake up in the morning, I've got everything that I need. Um, I'm able to go to my gym. I'm able to come back. I'm able to make music in my studio. I'm able to have all those things for me are, it's completely different now. Mm. I'm doing this travel to grow into this person that's writing this album as I speak, which is an album that I'm working on called Santiago. And um, I'm not vegan anymore. I started eating meat again. I feel excellent. And um, it's, um, it's, it's different. I feel that I feel, I feel movement happening. There is movement on both sides. That's how I honestly feel, but I feel excellent. And I'm grateful when I do that number, it brings things back into perspective always. Do you feel, so I know for a while, I mean, things were getting really weird. So you were like, like in the mountains or whatever by yourself, like you were living the spiritual life, like all the way, you know, 100%. now that you are back, like with family and stuff, do you feel like you're more balanced between energetic and just human stuff than perhaps you were before your whole like weird awakening even started? Or are you still trying to like figure out how that balance looks? To be honest, I haven't changed. And the way that it works, it's like this. I'm Filippo Gabella. And then I put on my super suit when I have to go in. Like, I'm going undercover. Now let's go work with other people. And then when I play that card and you hear people talking about real life reality and, and this is hard and the economy is shit over here. I mean, she's <laughs> the most positive people in the world. I got to be honest with you. But... They're positive. They're positive, but they definitely love to get together and talk about how shitty the economy is. And then after hearing that for a lot of times, you know, and, and playing the, the, the game of being associated with people without you wanting slash knowing, you know, sometimes you, it's like, Hmm, wait a minute. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm a divine being. Like I create my reality. Like what am I, you know what I mean? And then I step back yeah. into that. Right. So definitely a lot of alone time, a major, major key. Yeah, I, I'm doing this. Um, yeah, I'm doing this thing where I'm going and putting my super suit on and, and playing the human game in society. But alone time is so key because like I'm telling you, I don't it's not like I've changed. I, I know I know what's happening and I know who I am and like I know how this. But this version of me stays always there. And in fact, it's the it's the one that I love the one that is the real me it takes um it takes time to give it the attention that it needs question for you because i'm i've been very curious about this you went through a huge fucking change <laughs> last year bigger than like i've ever like seen uh-huh. how have you how was that like how did you <laughs> handle it so well honestly it's a blast <laughs> Like, how do you not handle it well? It's like miracles are happening left and right. Yeah, the shit can be a little like a, a little bit of like, whoa, like, wow. But I handled it because if, if you know what's funny about this whole game, I think about all the phenomena that's happened to me and all like the situations that have occurred to me, whether it's been like 
you know, waking up to what my purpose is here. Um, you know, you know, interesting phenomenon that happens in the physical um, dimension. I've asked for all of it. I, I'm the one that asked for it all. Like I look back at half of the manifestations I was doing before this year started, the shit sounds big and it sounds huge. And one of the biggest things that I always do is I'm a huge asker of questions. I'm, I'm such a fan. Like if there's like two things that if we're talking about, like if being spiritual is like being on like a basketball team in NBA and we're talking about the plays that we like to play, I'd be like the two like things, like if that's offense or defense, like my two favorite things to do are fast and listen. And then once I fast, I begin to listen because I wake up and then I'll go about asking questions and then interesting things start to unfold. But it only happens when you first quiet the noise that's not real fast, whether that's, you know, stop eating or um, fast from fast in general, put yourself back as a as a regular quote unquote human being here on this earth, get back to the roots of the game. At least for me, this is how I did it. And my vibration would raise to a point where literally I'd enter these states like four days fasted where like I'm straight up hearing a voice in my head, like explaining to me concepts and like um, answering questions for me. It's really weird. It's like, I wonder how other people have done this, this experience and what other people have gone through, but it's almost like a phone call that I'm obsessed with listening to because it gives me the answers. And it only happens when I put myself in the position to even get reception. Yeah. What, what drew you to fast in the first place? Like, how did you find that formula? I didn't, I just did it on, I just did it on accident. (laughs) I did it on accident because I was making music and I hated to make music eating. So what I would do is I would always make music fasted and I would always have this morning routine. I'd wake up like at three, go run, come back and it's early morning and it's five and I'd sit there and this, this flow just starts flowing and flowing and flowing. And then I realized by lunchtime, I'd have to like, mm, okay. And then that's when I became a vegan. And then the lunchtime didn't become so much lunch. I became like, mm, okay, now I feel kind of up. But then I would realize that it's like, what would happen if I kept on doing this? And then I would just do it. And then I would continue to do it. And then I'd be like, whoa, this is a different order. Like, why is everything that's coming out of my mouth rhyming right now? Just interesting. <laughs> I'm going to it. Ciao, Nano. <laughs> so the, these are the workers that work here at the uh, at the compound, let's call it. Uh, it's my uncle's compound. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's, um, there's a, there's a clarity to this. And I started to be like, hmm okay, this perception can get better. Let's, let's give it a shot. And then eventually I got like a four day fast. And on the fourth day, funny enough though, this, this really interesting thing happened to me. I discovered the fasting thing. Everything that I have done as a spiritual person never was intentionally to be spiritual. It was always to make better music. That's what it was. It was always, what's going to make me make better music. What's going to make me more creative. And then I started following all of these routes, going to the gym, getting healthy, blah, 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 meditation. And then things started getting funny where I was like, okay, cool. The law of attraction. When I was like 14. So applying like all those things together. And then, um, weirdly enough, 
I started bumping into humongous synchronicities, just like synchronicities that were off the chart, like things that were just like bow, 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 open my door, boom, here's this, then go to the store and somebody will tell me the exact same thing or um, blah, blah, blah. And, I'd be like, and that's like the fifth time I've heard this in like 30 minutes. Like, is there something here? Maybe let's give it a shot. And then when you remove the concept of nothing's an accident, which is something I've done for a long, that's kind of like the main focus of the whole thing. It's like, nothing's an accident. Hmm. Let's be quiet and not eat anything for four days. And let's, let's listen to what's not an accident. And mm. that concept got introduced to me fast, creates a higher vibration and it heals the body because the body needs a break. What's been the most difficult thing you've had to overcome since kind of really leaning into your spirituality? Accepting the fact that they're not going to get it. Mm. Nobody's going to get it. And that's not the mission. The mission isn't for other people to understand and nor is the mission to change people. One of the concepts that I got was you're never going to change them, but you will have to love them and love will change them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things. And sometimes it gets lonely, but I love being alone. Mm. It's honestly like, being alone is the truth. I don't think we've actually ever talked about this, really. Do you, you can communicate to like trees and stuff, right? I can't say I have like the superpower of doing that. Mm. But I will tell you that the level of consciousness that I get fasting is very much like a superpower. And a lot of people, like I'm telling you, like, I really try to express this to people who haven't tried this number, but. When you fast, you're looking at, I'll wait for this little tractor to pass by. <laughs> like I'm telling you, when you get to a level of consciousness, it's almost like, do you even have to talk? It's more so kind of like a, mm, mm-hmm. like, wow, interesting. There's a, there's, here's another concept. Words. I realize that words are when you fast and I say fasting, because like I said, let's just put ourselves back into what is the regular natural state. Zero distraction state is what I like to call it. When one fasts, you realize that words are just a tool. And I actually talk way less. And in fact, day number two, three, I'm hardly even talking. I'll actually stay like, well, it depends on where I am or what I'm doing. If I'm working on music, you know, in Georgia, I'll have like, obviously I'll be alone. There's nobody to talk to or whatever, but the words that I use become way more focused on intent. And then I realized that you hardly even have to use them. In fact, mm-hmm. stay, being quiet oftentimes works better for me. So as far as the communication with, with nature and all this stuff, of course, I have like a I have a feeling tone with, with it. Like I can't say I've had a tree say, what's up, Felipe? How's it going today? Like, <laughs> How are you flower? No. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the connection feels so real that it's almost like, I just know that it's a phone call. Yeah. I'll call you on day five though. <laughs> you have an interesting, uh, I think we were talking a long time ago 
And you're saying how you realized that you were like healing your mom through making salads and stuff like that. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yes. So who is Jesus Christ? Excellent question. <laughs> in my eyes, in my eyes, he's a dude, showed up here, knew how to work the whole game. It's almost like, I don't know where the guy got the cheat code, but understood the concept that we are in a vibrational field. Campo de energía is the way that I've explained it here in Spanish. And um, on this field, you're the one that's creating it. And you're creating it with this and you're creating it with this and that. And so when the healing happens to a full extent, the limitations get cut off. And once you realize that the limitations get cut off, you are limitless. So I can touch water and it will turn into wine. Or I don't know how the story went, but this cat was definitely probably touching people and doing the healing number quantumly. And so once you get good at understanding that fact and um, you realize that you are a divine being that manipulates energy wherever you want it to go, wherever, where does it go? Wherever you want it to go, energy flows. And um, yeah, I found myself making salads because I wanted a higher vibration to manifest my, my intentions and where I was trying to go. And so I became vegan for a higher vision on this album that I was working on. And um, I started to feel super insane vibration when I was making salads. I don't know. I mean, I know why, because the food is thoroughly vibrating and I would put all these organic ingredients in the food. And um, when my mom got cancer, this was something I was already on. And I realized that, hmm, I'm, I'm touching this food right now. And in fact, I wasn't touching it. I was doing with this. I was doing it with it. And then I was like, I want to touch the food. Like, if I touch the food, that's my vibration going into the food. And now that I'm already listening to freaking Yacht Rock and jamming out in my kitchen, I can <laughs> that energy into what I'm doing. So then I said, all right, I feel phenomenal. And then I would, you know, clear up a little bit or, you know, um, open up some of the channels of energy, a little this number, a little that on the chest, breathing, opening up, you know, the chakras, and then I'd be able to just, shoom, light goes down and then you breathe it in and the spinal fluid goes up and you're able to work with the energy and the thought is the fuel. So then I would, you know, I love you salad. I love you salad. Thank you for growing for me, Salad. Thank you that you were going to heal me, Salad. I love that. And that emotion makes me almost cry. And behind that, I would put an intention and then I would give it to people and be like, this salad is so good. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember one time I had like a, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a spiritual awakening, a higher level thought of consciousness one time. And I got to explain to myself the concept that hmm, maybe I think that I, I helped my mother through the process of this, just through the intention of wanting to make a delicious salad and the gratitude behind it. It's just a healthy vibration to consume overall. And um, I was doing it for her and she did get healed. When was this? 
this was about two years ago, three years ago, mm. two years. That's beautiful. Super. And the cancer thing has been a huge synchronicity for me as well. For whatever reason, I think that, like I'm telling you, sometimes I get this call and it's like a voice and I got put here to heal women is something that I guess that I'm good at. And don't get that twisted, but it's like, <laughs> for the most part, is I, I, I got some information from whatever you want to call it, that if I am the divine feminine incarnated as the divine masculine, I know a little bit about, I guess, the emotional, sensitive, intuitive side of that. And I can, you know, program myself to, I guess, speak the language of the female a little bit better. Not so much so like, things got to be this way. Like, this is how things have to go. More like a masculine energy. I guess I'm, uh, I mean, I make music. There's such an emotional side to that, that I feel like I get a lot in touch with my feminine side. And now I'm actually masculining myself more. Like I said, it's all balancing, you know. You know what's interesting? I was talking to my friend Chelsea yesterday. Um, I feel like my whole life I've always been kind of like tomboyish. And it wasn't until maybe two, three, no, maybe two years ago that I started like settling more into my femininity. And especially lately, I've been there a lot more. And she was saying the exact same thing. Um, it's very interesting how I feel like it almost feels like for so long, there was so much collective exploration happening where it's just almost like like taking up labels, just exploring different types of identity, ha having the freedom to like explore and redefine who you are and present yourself and what resonates with you and even having the freedom for that not to be permanent, but to be able to like keep shifting. You know, it's like there's this big collective exploration happening <clears throat> And it almost feels like slowly people are really starting to settle into who they are and how they want to present themselves. It's really beautiful. And it's interesting because I feel like with some people, it's like naturally taking them back to parts of them that they've been disconnected from for so long. Like, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually a good point on that. It's like away from like, let's just erase society for a second. And um we're, we're, we're a creation that is already created with a perfect idea already in infinite mind. Doing the game that we already know is happening as we speak. A concept that came to me, it's like, you have to yin your own yang eventually in order for you to manifest the next phase. So it's almost like masculine, feminine, yin or yang, whichever one of those black or white, if you've been white for so long and you're trying to bring a cycle into completion, I got to explain the concept that balance and I'm, and I'm somebody that goes to the extreme, dude. Like I go to the extreme. It's like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to solidly do this. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do exactly this and nothing else. And that attitude has, has done this game where it's like, if I go super far left, I'm going to have homework to do on the right one day. And now I'm entering the right side of things. And I feel like that is how the, the cycle of, um, of manifestation works, at least for me. Like, that's what I'm being called to do right now. And so I'm slamming down steak, obviously giving gratitude for it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm doing this, uh, I'm playing this game that I've got in my head. And, um, remembering remembering gratitude really just always does the trick that's just mm -hmm. like 
that's really the only thing that I can say. It's like, despite how I feel, uh, you know, whether it's like uh, blaming or however you want to call it, that the storm of society talking to you or, you know, something happens to you during your day. It's like, great, excellent. Wake up because we are having a divine experience and we're the one that's part we're creating our reality that kind of shit excites me if we're already starting to talk about this it's like then what are you going to do differently after this call amber you know what i mean Felipe? what are you going to do differently after this call now that this is a reminder that we're just doing this number like that and miracles happen like this you decide to change the shit now i remember one of the gnarliest concepts was like i don't even know how to describe this but fasted there's this imagine that and i call it like lifting up the skirt of the universe literally imagine a a a truck and you open up the hood that's what it's like to be fasted you thoroughly understand the engine is happening now and it's happening now and it's actually brand new happening now again but completely new it's not the same as three seconds ago and it's all based of how we're feeling if we can vibrationally right now raise our elevation to whatever thing that we would like to achieve and then the call happens now is the concept that it is right and i gave you a call the other day and i was like then why can't i manifest an elephant behind me right now yeah <laughs> and it's like well i haven't gotten that good yet so give me a second <laughs> <laughs> it's coming the elephant is coming <laughs> i mean who says it's not there that's true we're saying. just agreeing that it's not there but it could exactly. be have you felt a change in your body since you started eating meat or like was there any kind of like period where you had to get more like acclimated to it again i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing but and i don't want to manifest incorrect shit here that's the thing like i don't want to be saying shit that i'm gonna then experience but if you're not scared of it, you won't manifest it. You're in control okay, cool. of it. I feel like I haven't smiled that much. And it's just mm-hmm. a really weird thing. Like, and I don't know whether it's like the cigarettes or like the coffee or whatever I'm doing here, but it's like, I feel like when you're light, you're light. When you're lighter, you're lighter. And eating fruit and being in the sun are two things that thoroughly raise my vibration. And I still do that. And I still do that. And that's why I'm still cheesing like a crackhead. But (laughs) the reality is like, I love love it. But I I find myself to be just, I don't know, I guess a little bit more serious, but motivated. Like being on a vegan diet does this thing where I'm like, hmm. I would listen like crazy. It was hardly me having my life happen. It was something's doing my life. And And I'm just watching it. But now, now that I'm more like playing this human game, I feel like I want to go do shit. Mm. Like I want to go and do shit. And I still did want to go do shit before, but it was almost like, mm, we're going to go do shit. And now it's like, I want to go do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very, it's a very diff. Uh, it's very interesting. We had this conversation the other day. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like, and I talked to Rashad and he was saying the same thing. I feel like, there's this hyper focus of just like playing the human game right now. And I feel like when you're so energetically in tune with stuff, 
the experience of life is so much more subtle where I don't necessarily, it's like things get done, but it's like they get done as they need to. And you're kind of fully surrendering to that. And it's this full like embodiment of things and energies and exchange and whatever. It's very different. It's almost like taking a back seat and just letting things flow through you and you're just kind of present in them. But connecting to the like human side is very much about like we're in the physical so you're gonna physically want to get your hands on stuff and mold things and do things um and it's like this very different kind of fire that is like behind it or that fuels it you know what I'm saying totally I don't know where I'm getting at you you stopped smoking cigarettes for a while right no I never smoked cigarettes in my life but I'll oh, tell you, you just what, started. Yeah. And there's a reason. And there's a okay. huge reason. So I'm writing an album. And this album is called Santiago. And the entire album is based off of a gnarly experience that I had, which was one of my things manifested like this. And it was my career in music. And it had to do with an idea that I'm here to do a, a genre of music called reggaeton. And I'm here to bring in this soul that I've got into this genre in a different, unique way as people. And the thing that occurred to me was this obsession to where it came from. What am I doing? How is it being presented? What's in my USB? What did I incarnate with? What's, what, what does my soul have to tell? And I woke up to this huge, huge concept of who I am. And what I'm here to do. And immediately after I started to be extremely comfortable in my environment. Something said, you're going to have to leave. You're not staying here. And I said, then where am I going? And the universe brought me to Santiago. Santiago, Chile. I got called to go to a wedding. And I ended up staying here. Why? Funny, ridiculous amounts of synchronicity. But I thought to myself, if I'm writing this album and I'm here on the news as the Chilean music artist, I'm like, am I really Chilean? I'm like, I'm pretty damn American. Like I've showed up to a couple parties here and I did this whole kind of thing. And I said, if this is what I'm doing and I'm here to present a version of me that I actually call Maximilian. It's like a version of me that, that is this, it's the Yank. Let's call it that. The Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde that I've always spoke about throughout my entire music career. This is Mr. Hyde. And why am I eating steak and smoking cigarettes and drinking beer and all of that? party and all that shebang is because this is what Chilean people do. They do it like crazy. So I said to myself, let's be Chilean, but let's be stupid next level Chilean. Let's be. <laughs> and that's what I decided to do. So I literally brought myself here. I said, if I'm going to be Chilean, I'm going to be here in Chile. We're going to do this 100% as a Chilean. And that's when I cut off the vegan for four years thing. And I was like, steak in my mouth. Tastes delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, and this is call it crazy. Yo, I'm not telling a soul to do what I'm doing right now, but I'm telling you that I'm in a little movie in my head. And um, it's just like, it's beautiful. It's interesting. It's new. And I feel damn Chilean. Yeah. You know what? I feel like there are a lot of people that are into like new age spirituality that um, say that things like, meat lower your vibration things like smoking lower your vibration all this stuff but when you look at indigenous tribes many practices of whom new age spirituality incorporate or take from they eat meat Mm -hmm. they eat meat they smoke tobacco (laughs) exactly everything's a tool yo everything is a tool like this is one thing that a lot of people um you know, have it as a, this is right, this is wrong. And throw that away because you're the one that makes it right or you're the one that makes it wrong. I have been the guy that's been like, meat, ill, bad for you, bad vibration. What's the good vibration? I want that one. But everything's God. Yes, things vibrate. In my opinion, there are things that vibrate higher than other things. At a scientific level, I think that there are those things. And that's the light and then there's the dark. And the way that I've utilized it, it's been like, well, everything also works with intention as well. You know, Jesus was slamming down fish and drinking wine. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what am I tripping about? I was vegan for four years. I was literally floating for four years. Like, let me eat some damn steak and shaking, all right? <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's definitely, I've gone through um, phases where for whatever reason, meat has really like disgusted me all of a sudden I don't know what it is but I feel like I go through phases where I just feel like I can't eat meat and then there are times where I feel like I do and I think listening to your body and your body's natural rhythms is more important than any other kind of like teaching or anything you know what I'm saying like your body knows best and especially with meat I mean it's the collaboration with another animal so if you give it gratitude and like really think about like you know ingesting this like energy that's going to fill your body it's like the way that a lot of or some um like ritualistic practices with killing an animal and like um you're if you're getting ready for like war or something you're like taking it speed or you know there's a collaboration that happens and i think if you approach any kind of food like that it's so fucking powerful i feel like there's so much there's just so many tools available to us and i feel like we just aren't aware of it. And you're the one that makes it whatever tool it is. Exactly what you just said is the reason why. It's like you, we talk about concepts of... Um, John <laughs> we talk about... These are all the workers that work here on the farm, by the way. Yeah, we talk about... We talk about intention, absolutely. And the reality is that's really all that's happening. So now we bring it into the whole spiritual religion side of things. Now you cats know why everybody's praying over the food during supper. It's like you could take it to a different level and you could take it to the intent. The reality is I am doing what I'm doing as a human, but there's a humongous intention behind it. I'm not just eating steak. I'm not just smoking tobacco. I'm not just anything really I, I really hardly the reality is even when i even before i ingest the reality is i really do fast a lot like that's just i swear to you filippo is the faster like i fast 
that's my favorite thing to do because the clarity is unfreaking real. LTE in the sucker. And then when I do want to bring in the cards and utilize an instrument for whatever purpose, there is huge intention over it. I will sit there and I will pray over it, if not literally touch the freaking stake with my hand. Thank you. Thank you. Stand up straight. I feel the chi. And it's a really beautiful concept once you really break it down. Like, there's an animal that died. And now I'm eating its meat because it's going to make me whatever the hell I want it to do for me. And it's gratitude through the roof when you're painting it like that. Like I'm utilizing a coffee. I'm drinking a coffee. Thank you for this coffee. What is the intention? To not fall asleep in this meeting, which would never happen. (laughs) But I sure as hell have lost sleep throughout these days. So thank you for keeping me focused. I love you. (laughs) How I want to talk about um, the sun, sunshine. Um, Yeah. Because... I think around the same time, was it around the same time that we both, I think we received the information that like the sun is actually a tool for us. It's not something like we are trained tool that it is bad, that you can't stare at it, that you're going to go blind, blah, blah, blah. But actually when you approach it from a place of gratitude and let the nutrients soak in your body, like it completely changes <clears throat> your interaction with it. Um, I know there are people that will like fast and go outside during dawn and dusk and they don't need to eat because they like soak in the sunshine do you do that 150 million percent you'll notice that the more in the sun you are you're not exactly starving even though you haven't eaten in two days in fact that's what i'm telling you if filippo needs to literally have the meaning of his life And I need to be 50 billion percent the version of myself that I love to achieve. Fasted for three days in the sun. Catch me on the third day. I've been outside for three days, preferably on the beach. That'd be excellent. But I like to step on grass here and there. So it's (laughs) put me in the sun. Like here in San Pedro, I went to the driest desert in the planet here in Chile. This so beautiful. I can't even talk. I was fasted for three days there in the desert all day in the sun. On the third day, I was just like, it is game on. It's like, bring it on. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. A huge thing that I really think happens. And of course you could break it down to a scientific level, but you heal. Sun has insane amount of nutrients. Stop the food that you guys think is food. Your body's just working and it's like, fuck again, brother. What are we going to do with this shit? Like, now we got to focus on this. That's what your stomach's saying to you. You know what I'm saying? So when you cut it, you give it a break, you heal, plus you add the vibration of the sun. Welcome to a healing. It's interesting. My body is not, it burns through things quickly and I am not somebody that can fast for a long time. Cause I will literally, well, what happens is I actually will throw up if I get too hungry. It's very strange, <laughs> which is not 
ideal. I tried to eat one time. I don't know. One of the first times that I was fasting, I got kind of nervous and I was like, oh shit, dude. Like, okay, like I'm doing this thing. Like, yes, vibration, this vibration, that. I was like, I don't need any nutrients. Like, and I remember one time I was, this was like four years ago. And um, I fasted for like two days and I ate a straight vitamin before going to the gym. Just like a, <laughs> like a vitamin, like uh, like a one, it was like one a day or something like that. Yacked all over the floor. It was terrible. Oh no. Yeah, my dad's like a pharmacist kind of guy, and he's like, "Yeah, bad idea, buddy." <laughs> Rashad um, is Muslim. Shout out Rashad, love you, brother. Miss you. <laughs> um, and so there is religious. He does. He and his family they do like a religious fasting. Um, uh, I think there's a specific month. And he would always talk about like they can eat once the sun is down. So in the evenings and in the mornings, but while the sun is up, you can't eat at all. Um, And he always spoke about how much clarity he would receive. And so I would try a little bit to like not eat, but then I felt like I would pass out. But then I started doing intermittent fasting and I started feeling so much like I felt like it regulated my body so well um but then I feel like I pushed it too much and I think I don't know if it's because I dance I don't know my body I just feel like isn't but it's also could be because I'm saying that um is oh that is very true but I just remembered something too the issue I had is so part of the purpose of intermittent fasting for me was because when I get hungry my body starts panicking and I need like food immediately. And it was frustrating because I'd get nauseous. I'd get shaky. I'd get dizzy so fast. So I started doing intermittent fasting to like better regulate my body and have it not panic. Like understand that if there is no food in the body, that does not mean you're dying. It's true. And so that's a thing to, 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 um, to accustom to. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I said, I don't recommend this to a damn soul. I've stopped recommending things, but I do recommend it, of course. But the point is, like, <laughs> dude, we we think that we're eating food. Let's start with that. Not only do we think that we're eating food, but we think that we are nutritionally helping our vibration through what is perfectly still, I'm not condemning society's nutrition and any of that. It's phenomenal. Who's the movie for? My movie, I'm doing a little bit more of creative side and I'm entering into this huge other realm of spirituality and understanding this other side of my soul. It's going to require a little bit of lighter end kind of work. Mm-hmm. And that's why in my movie, those kinds of things are like the waves. It's like, we're going up or we're going down. Which one are we going to utilize today? And that's why it's everything's just a tool for me. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. Some people are not, like I said, and, and this is just me listening to myself. Like, I don't I think I've ever had a soul. To, I discovered that fasting was good for you way after, way after I was just doing it just because. Like, how many times do you think? In fact, people hate me for doing it. They're like, you're crazy. You need to eat. Like, you have to eat. <laughs> I'm like, chill the fuck out. I'm smiling, cat. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like intention is everything. Um, because, again, like, 
obviously there are unhealthy ways of fasting. Like if you have an eating disorder and you're anorexic and you're not eating, that the intention there is to starve your body. You know, that is going to do a lot of damage. But I feel like, and it, this even goes again into eating meat or smoking cigarettes. I feel like it's all about intention. You can make the most out of any small thing. And I feel like once I started to... um yeah, once I started exploring intermittent fasting, it got to a point where my body became very comfortable not eating. And then I feel like I got a bit malnourished. So I had to start taking like supplements and stuff. But then it was also like, well, something's not right here. I feel like the intention is wrong. So I but then also you have to listen to your body. So I keep coming back into my body. And like, if I go through periods where I want to eat a lot, then go for it. But then if I feel like I need to regulate real quick, then go for it. And it's like magical. Um, But I think being mindful and like having the intention of fueling your body and working with it as a partner, as a collaborator, takes you so much further than again, listening to all of this, like, you have to do XYZ, XYZ is bad for you, XYZ is good for you. There's going to be information about one thing being good and bad for you from like various sources you know like it's ridiculous (laughs) the reality is like you said it very well remembering that everything is energy if it's not what you want it to be vibrationally then make it what you want it to be you plug your own usb with its whatever information whenever you do whatever you do so it's like Yes, a piece of cake is terrible for you. Give gratitude for that sucker and slam it down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that works. I'm just telling you, of course it works though. That's my point. Of course it does. Yeah, you know? absolutely does. So that's what do you feel like your purpose is here on this planet? Learning about it more and more. I'm learning about this more and more. But I'll tell you one thing. I've looked at it kind of also from a position from it's not what I physically do. But like, think of me literally as almost like an us as a chessboard. I will vibrationally oftentimes be put into the situation to to heal a lower vibration or to bring a higher vibration to the situation. And I do it with music and I can scale that and send it out to 100 billion people. I've been gotten inspired through the benefits of how damn amazing I feel emotionally when I eat vegan, like plants fruits and vegetables these are alive these are healing for the body this is real nutrition that really does different things for your psychological health your spiritual emotional health all of that business and i'm starting a company that has to do with juices from hawaii that is another thing i'm here to do and i'm learning more and more every single day but for the most part like i'm telling you music is something that we all have And so what makes me come out with my music that will bring a higher and and loving vibration to the world is my way of life. And, um, and I'm learning more and more every single day. Like I said, I wake up to kind of things like, "Mm, so that's what I'm here to do. Cool. Like, and that's why I'm here to do Interesting. Depending on the sessions, like I'll do sessions of like waking up, let's call it like that. And that's when I usually decide to fast. Like I'll wake up to the map. It's almost like if I'm asleep and this whole thing is happening anyways, somebody's driving in the front seat and and I'm just in the back seat. When I fast, it's I'm lifting the veil. 
So once that, the, the veil is lifted or that thing in the limo where it's like, I can peek into the driver's seat and be like, yo, <laughs> oh shit, this is crazy. This is where we're going. Vibes. Bing, and it'll go back down. You know what I'm talking about though? When the limo thing goes up and down? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I get a little peek to where we're going and, and, and the direction that I'm currently in. Do you have plans to write a book? I don't know why I saw that. I've... I've been told multiple times that I'm here to put, when I put the pen to paper and I've never done this except for a couple times, there's just a phone call. So I'm sure I'm going to vomit out a bunch of books mm. reading. Like I love to read. I've read a book and um, I'm just excited about just exciting stuff. And oftentimes it's very action oriented for me and a yeah. lot of it. It's better when it's outside for me oftentimes, you know, action. I have ADD through the roof. It's excellent. I'm an Aries like we're, <laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm excited about wanting to do stuff there. Is, that's why people are like, have you seen the movie? Man, answer is no. I heart, I've literally never gone to theaters in my life. I, I have a hard time watching movies. I've literally don't, I don't really do that just cause I get bored. <laughs> do you get bored meditating? No which is funny. That's funny. How do you meditate? Do you do the sit down kind or do you do movement meditations? I've tried different kinds really, but there's always this the simple one. I'll sit, my back will be straight. Depending on the day, my hands will be up or down and um, do a little opening up the chakras by tapping on uh, some of the fields here on the head. And then I will sit and I will breathe my eyes closed and the intention is to wake up so what i'll do is i'll sit there and then eventually what starts happening is like with my manipulation and focus of my breath i will feel this like light and it just kind of goes down and i just find myself in this like space where i'm like i don't want to leave from here i don't know what this is though <laughs> i don't know what this is but when I wake up from it and I'm like doing my thing, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> What's the longest you've meditated? I think I meditated the longest for like an hour and a half. Mm. That's okay. very interesting that you can like, yeah, that's very interesting. The other day I actually met a, a girl that was talking to me about the concept where she was like, it's just funny because there's a bunch of woke ass Chilean girls over here. And <laughs> They're all awake, fully awake. It's a process that I've literally had to like, what? Like every Chilean girl that I've talked to has literally blown my face off with just information. Like the girl next door is talking to me about where she wants to put her furniture because it's in correction with like, like the sun and all this business. There's a, what were we just talking about two seconds ago? I got distracted. Meditation. Right, meditation. When you meditate, excellent. Yeah, like an hour. When I'm fasted, it's obviously better. Oh yeah. And so she was talking about the fact where she was like, how am I so patient? And I was like, that's really interesting because I'm super, like my personality is explosive. I will talk my face off. I will yell my face off. I will sing my face off. But there are times where I will literally go to the complete far extreme and I'll just be, boom, and my day will be a meditation. And that's where the fasting thing also becomes cool because it's like, how do I describe to you that Imagine that what you're looking at right now is happening. 
and now wipe it all and see completely clearly. <laughs> you clean the whole thing. And now it's like, this is so interesting. Like your perception shifts so differently. You're like, this is not what it seems. There's something bigger that's happening here. And what is it doing with me? That's always where I go. Like, that's always what I do. I don't know why I do it. I just do it. Have you ever had fear in that? No. Fear has been promoted onto things that I want to do. And I just believe it to be a test. You can't because how are you gonna? And is it? But it always comes from an outside source. And I always, every time somebody tells me something that's literally something that I believe that's true, and then they'll tell me the opposite, or they'll say something and I'll believe the opposite, I'll literally take it as, thank you for reminding me that I'm going to do the opposite of that. Simply because I thoroughly believe that there are people that incarnate in this experience in your own movie to remind you of what you don't want to be. And that's where you take it instead of like, nah, you're wrong, Steven, or like, you know what I mean? Like you say whatever you say to the person and you, you why are you going to sit and argue? It's being presented to you. This person is presenting their vibration onto you, whether it's fear or whatever. How are you going to do that? And then in your mind, you can either be like, mm, screw you, or you can be like, oh, God, what are you doing here? What's happening here? You're being presented as a yang. Do I, does it feel good when I think about doing what you want to do? Or does it feel better when I think about what I want to do? Usually my side feels a little bit better. <laughs> so then I'll be like, thanks for reminding me that I can do it. And I don't have to be afraid about it. Do you ever get... I mean, this is a normal human experience, but do you ever get, okay, even though you are now approaching everybody with love, especially those that may disagree with you or whatever, do you ever find yourself getting angry at people? I really don't. It's just a reflection of you. If you get angry, you're, it's just spiritual maturity. Remember, it's a mirror. Mm -hmm. You get mad at, at Something that's really gnarly about what's happened to me in this time here is I realize everything is a reflection of me. The cat walks by on a Tuesday at 3 p.m. For whatever reason, my soul has something to do with that happening. And the emotion is the tool that I control. Mm -hmm. I don't, and like I said, there's really hard times for me to be angry. Like, and there have been times for the fuck, there have been times where it's like, dude. There have been times where it's super easy for me to get angry. I've had literally drunk guys punch me in the face for no reason. And I'll be like, dude, chill. <laughs> like, <it laughs> I literally had a guy sock me in the face for absolutely no reason. It happened in Los Angeles. And obviously I can do this thing where I'm like, let's fight back. Or it's like, hmm, interesting. Love you still, cat. You know? Yeah. And I think that's the absolute epitome of the difference between reactive action and responsive action. Reactive action is always coming from a place of emotion, from a place of pain, from a place of unhealed wounds, always. And I see that clearly in, in a lot of people. And, and um, yeah, it just reminds me, you're the one in control, really. Plus, what favor does it do? Remember, it's like, if you're really an iman is what they call a magnet in Spanish. And like I said, I've had to custom every damn concept that I've ever explained in English. I've had to rewire that sucker in Spanish. <laughs> Why do you want to waste your time attracting that? 
if you're feeling it, you know what I mean? And it happens because you're human. It's like, sure, you're a human. Yes, you're a divine being excellent. And you're having this little human experience that's humongous. But it's like, if you're going to attract anger, you're going to get anger. So it's like, my recommendation is just fix your vibration and do what you have to do to raise it. Oftentimes, it's very simple, quick steps. I exercise like 50 times a day. I really love exercise for me is like, honestly, best, best case scenario would be a day where I could spend outside exercising, walking, dancing, like uh, climbing trees. I don't know what it is about movement, but movement is so good. Movement is the movement is a concept that that is expanding itself for me. And movement is a vibrational direction that you're inputting on your GPS with intention. And oftentimes, stagnicity, if that's a word, causes angustio. I don't know how to say that in English, but it's like um, irritation. The universe doesn't want to be still. The universe does not want to be still. It's constantly expanding and it's constantly creating. That's why oftentimes, you know, negative vibrational thoughts oftentimes may happen because movement isn't happening. If you're depressed, it's the opposite of express. You're depressed versus express. So it's kind of like express then express yourself. Mm -hmm. I dare you. It's like anybody ever in the world. It's like if Filippo literally had to give, you know, three, three things to do. It's like, well, I don't feel good today. It's like, dude, I dare you. Go outside, go in the sun, work out, run, drink water. Call me in 30 minutes. Promise you, you will be different. It's like an impossibility to have a low vibration when you're actively creating harmony with your body providing blood where it needs to go hydrating the brain so that you have neuroplasticity and all that funny business of science that's just you're becoming healthier <laughs> do you ex have you ever experienced depression mm, i don't know if it's depression but i will tell you times where it's like I don't know what to do right now and I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know what to do right now and I don't feel good and I don't, and I can't talk to anybody about it. How do you get out of those states? Of mind? Yeah. Does it take a lot of effort to do that or do you, does it, does it just feel like a, like you just have to make your mind up and go do it? Well, it's never not doing it. That's the thing. I can't stand not being high high vibration like it's just not for me i don't like to not feel good i really am addicted to a high vibe because it feels better like mm -hmm. i just remember the concept that like if this is a movie and you're the one that's controlling how we feel then why the fuck aren't we changing that now to get in alignment with what we want and it's easier said than done is what people say but i say not really though what you're experiencing is an emotional side effect to a program that you inserted yourself or that your soul had before prior. And it's not your fault. It's not like get up off your ass and don't be lazy and let's go get positive. It's like, no, no, no. You have, you have this experience right now. There's no need to be afraid of it. Yes. It's not fun. 
Let's focus on the concept of making it fun now. Here are some tools. You know what I mean? It's like, like I said, depression is a state of malexpression. And expression is anything except for stagnicity. This is making me think about, um, because sometimes people do experience chemical imbalances, which can then result in feelings of depression and anxiety. But chemicals come, come, they're hormones. Hormones come from glands and each chakra is associated with a major gland. And I've noticed, like I used to get really, really, really severe um, period cramps. Like my periods were god awful and i started really focusing on the sacral chakra which is what is connected to the ovaries and the glands that produce the hormones there and i have the best periods in the world now um and i feel like there are so many well through talking to my like ovaries but also because i had sexual abuse that whole part of my body just felt so disconnected from me so it was like putting my consciousness in that part of me, like getting to know it, like having conversations with it, literally sitting in it, get like being my fucking ovaries and just like embracing them so that they feel like they are an extension of me rather than this like weird, dirty thing, you know? I'm working on that too, by the way. Yeah. Of the focusing on where I want what to be what really doing that number like I always try to do that it just really just focus it whatever you focus on grows right yeah it was really frustrating with my like period stuff I had gone to the doctor and I was put on like natural hormonal supplements and they did absolutely nothing I actually had a really bad reaction and she was saying that that's impossible that these wouldn't cause such a reaction. It's like, well, something's going on. And I feel like that was a big signal to me that it wasn't necessarily that there was a physical issue, but rather there's a lot of emotional baggage that I am holding and associating with that area. And it's very interesting how much power we have. It impacts me hard because it just goes to fully describe the power and the reality of healing. It's, it's so weird because we put so much weight on certain experiences, but once we allow ourselves to literally just let it go and have it not be that, like, it's the most simplest thing, but can be so hard because we've just are like, no, but if we get rid of this, then, then what about this? Or like, well, then what if this happens or what was like, no, just fucking let it go. It's not happening right now. Honestly, it's like. Here's the crazy thing for me. I don't know about the let go. And in fact, like what you're saying to me sounds excellent, but it hasn't been something I've really applied. Like the, the two ways that I have realized for me at least, and through explaining it and maybe doing it and like kind of like going about this process is the first thing is to put myself or put anything in the position to be able to heal. So what does that mean? It means shut off and cut the noise off. So what's the noise, whether that's outside people telling you you're still dumb or whatever the case may be, quiet that, go to the forest, like I'm telling you, or whatever that means, shut off the vibration that's causing the harm is the first step, right? So remove yourself from the environment or go to an environment that is more healing for you or whatever the case may be. The idea is just stop what is that cool, 
that could also be thoughts. So the idea is stop thinking, right? And that's where meditation comes in. And then after that, it goes input the new USB. And that's just really how the, how this game goes, at least for me. It's like, I don't think I've ever really let things go. I've, I don't think I've done that, but that doesn't mean that I have baggage. It's like the way that I see it, the way that it's gone, it's like quiet the mind. Cool, and I insert yourself in a movie. That is the release. And, the quieting is the release. Right. It's more like the focus on where we're trying to go. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think a big issue sometimes that people have when releasing, like with the concept of releasing, they tend to put attention on what is leaving. So even as it's like if you were to say goodbye to somebody and then you look back and watch them walk away and you're still there and you may like follow behind them, you know, but it's like releasing is literally being like, okay. <laughs> Turn the other way, open yourself up to a new path or this, you know, like this new side of stuff. One thing that's been difficult with like overcoming my trauma is you're, it's so programmed in the nervous system because I literally have like PTSD brain since it happened when I was a kid, my brain literally didn't develop properly. So it's like you look the other way, but then there's a constant reminder of like, hey, but remember this happened. But again, you don't have to listen to it. And it can be really hard. And it will d- show up. Mm-hmm. That's what this fucking mind does. It's literally programmed. I don't know what aliens made this sucker, but you guys kind of fucked up. Because it's, like, <laughs> it's almost like we're running a uh, an Apple computer here that it's like, dude. And perfectly, though, it's all happening. You know what I mean? But the point is, it's like, the idea is it's creating, period. And that's the other thing. It's like I had the other day, somebody asked me, he's like, what does that mean? In fact, yesterday, I went to a, a producer's house here. He's a young kid. He's 16. And he was talking to me about how he wants to do it. And I just laid him an entire law of attraction. I was like, all right, buddy, let's let's do this. Let's cut the music for two seconds. Let me explain to you the concept of everything that you think about is going to happen, okay? Now you just got to order something on the menu. He's like, does that mean that I can order something bad? And I'm like, Yes. And that's what a negative thought does. And that's what cancer does if you decide to play that movie for yourself. And that's where I said it's like, I truly, 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 and this is the moments that really make me cry. It's like, I don't know why I'm so happy. I don't know why. I know people don't have this movie. I don't know why. I just am. I've just learned to focus more on if I'm controlling this, which one seems more fun for me right now, this thought or that thought, you know what I mean? That's where I'm grateful for whatever this is that caused me to be like this. Yeah. I feel like I've always, I've had a similar thing, like growing up, I was always like known to be a very happy kid. And I went through a lot of shit, but I've always been very happy <laughs> despite it all. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, we're doing definitely a damn good job. That's another thing. It's like giving yourself credit. Like reality, it's like shitting on yourself is just 
an equation that really doesn't make sense. And it happens, and I know that it happens, and some people are like, well, I don't control it. I'm like, I know. But that's why this huge piece of me really believes in the concept of healing people through bringing nature back into the equation. Like my intention is to create a juice company that has psilocybin with organic fruits and vegetables to help create a new psychological layer where usually your mind does this thing where it's like, let's imagine a mountain of snow. The sled that people take down, the brain creates neurotransmitters that go through the same thing when you wake up and it's like, that's the game that we're playing today because this thing's meant to survive. It's looking to remember to survive. So through that survival process, that's where the unhealing's happening and that's where the scarring happening and that's where the insecurities lie because you're sledding down the same path subconsciously. And that's why I believe in the power of healing through nature because nature does this thing where it literally makes it snow again. Mm-hmm. There's a new cap. Now there's a new cap of snow. Let's sled this way now. Yeah. And that's where we sled every day. If you could have any superpower, what superpower would you have? Transport, like teleport. Or teleport, yeah. Like not just teleport to like, you know, like to the room over there. Like I want to teleport to Mars or like teleport to the moon. Can you do that now? I'm going to go to the moon and I have nothing to say after that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to the moon. In this experience, punchline, that's it. I don't know how. Don't ask me how. I'm going to the moon. Porque soy el hijo de la luna. The son of the moon. Wait, didn't you have a song that called that? Or no, it was Nature's Daughter. Yeah, something like that. Something like that has, has done me a, a concept that. Soy el hijo de la luna. I mean, we all are, but I'm fascinated with this thing. Like, I was 15, 14, just walking around like nobody's business. And then really, I just started to really like nature out of nowhere. Like, I just started to wake up and I was like, this thing is pretty nuts. And why does it feel so damn good? (laughs) Like, tell me who's had a bad time on the beach and it's sunny outside. Like... The wind feels good. Like getting in contact with nature has been, it is my all time. That's my all time. Like One thing I appreciate about you a lot is that you just, like you really just go with whatever the fuck, like urge you get. And I really appreciate that. They fuck. Like, and that is beautiful place to be. I literally, like I told you, I called you, believe it or not, Amber. I don't know if you remember this, but when I do these things and I'm getting into these really gnarly states of like consciousness through fasting and like, you know, meditation and entering into these days of just contact with nature. One of the concepts that I really got was I was meditating and I literally just had like this voice and this voice goes, do you want to see what hell looks like? And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. (laughs) Literally said, okay. And immediately, this is the weird, interesting part. Immediately, 
I had this huge rush of just terrible energy. And this terrible energy was, can I go outside? Like if I go outside, then, then Sally's going to blah, blah, blah. My mind literally for one minute or like 30 seconds, I don't even know how to describe it. Programmed an idea, a movie or whatever the case may be that I couldn't do a thing because I was always putting somebody else, what they would think of me. Hmm. And after the 30 seconds stopped, I said, that's hell. And I said, what was that? Hell is when you care about the opinions of others. That's hell. And I was like, hmm, cool. Thank you. Open my eyes. Amber, uh, and I called you immediately. <laughs> it's so interesting that our brain, that that's even a thing. Like so much, like literally in our development, there is this emphasis in the teenage years of belonging and like being worried about how people are going to perceive you. And I understand that that's a survival mechanism because we need the group to survive. But it's such a strange thing because we are all one. It's like, why would you choose to judge yourself? And it's weird to me that it's not ingrained early on that there are any other options. And that's why I'm a fan of the boy in the woods kind of story. And I believe that I'm incarnated. This is the this is the king of it all. This is my uncle who <laughs> runs this entire game. Carete, <laughs> hola. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Hello. See. So, uh, where was that? What was I explaining? Um, the boy in the woods. Right. So the boy in the woods story. Um, it's kind of just the concept where it's like, let's introduce the idea. <laughs> it's the idea that you don't have contact with anything that's going to disturb your vision, because that's really what it is. You know, you're getting put in a situation where the noise is getting cut off. And that's something that I've luxuriously had. A lot of my time at my house was allowing for me to be in a space where it was just me. You're an only child too, right? No, I actually have a sister. Oh, that's right. You have a sister. Yeah. And she went off to college and I had an experience where I have, I've, I love, I love and the biggest miracles of my life usually, and I'm not going to manifest because it's definitely happened with people as well. It does happen when I cut off distractions and being alone has been one of the biggest helpers for me to program myself. Like I'm telling you, what if my child, I raised him in the jungle, the cat's not going to have a single insecurity. He's not going to have somebody telling you, you got to do this kind of thing. And you got to grow up like that. And then don't walk like this. Cause people think about you like that. And you know, society's excellent at that. Just making these random ass rules where it's like, you got to do this or else you're not. And then this makes you feel bad because you're not what they want. So that's kind of the idea. You know, I've able to program this whole kind of vibe for myself. Yeah, I totally agree. I think <clears throat> growing up, I'm an only child and my mom was always working. and My dad was always like there was I was alone a lot. Um, and I feel like 
even as an adult, I really appreciate just being, not having my phone, like just looking at the lines of the walls or like doing weird things, getting in weird positions or like finding all the ways to like read a book, like upside down or like, you know what I'm saying? Having an opportunity to cultivate creativity and imagination and just explore the different ways of interacting with things rather than just accepting what you're told is how it should be interacted with I feel like naturally opens up so much more opportunity for you because rather than going through like oh if this happens a plus b equals c like I have this reaction it's like well no what other way can you approach it like I feel like creativity is so important and I call that the miracle frequency that you're talking about right now yeah it's completely achieved by exactly what you're talking about and I call it the childlike nature Mm-hmm. everything is the first time for the first time this time mm-hmm. and that's why the whole programming of the mountain that we just spoke about mountain of snow i always do something different if you wake up in the morning and you're going to do whatever you want to do and you turn left today it's like wake up on the right side of the bed immediately you begin to enter what is like a childlike nature you're looking at everything for the first time and just a simple little twist you put one you know sugar coffee i don't know but two today i don't know you know drink water versus like lemonade you drink lemonade drink an orange juice today your brain has no clue what to do and now welcome to a brand new vibration we've never been into and this is where miracles get made because now we're not expecting the same thing that's why i always make music somewhere else i always like to work in different environments here at my uncle's house there's like five offices here i'll go to one i'll go to the other one i'll go to the other one it's like interchanging and changing is excellent for the psyche. Like remember we talk about stagnicity. Stagnicity is literally the key to death. If you ever want to literally have a bad time and this is me giving you my opinion personally, but it's like stagnicity is, is definitely not my favorite for, for, for my psyche. Oftentimes movement change, even a slight change. You wear this shirt today, wear a different shirt today, or even wear a shirt backwards. It could be the damn same shirt, but the point is that. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that also, um, a lot of people are afraid of new things. They get so stuck in the circle of their environment. And I feel like even adding little things like that naturally will begin making you feel more comfortable to take new opportunities when they come and even seek out new ones. Like, yeah, I totally agree. That's great. And the science shows this. If we really want to take the scientific route, absolutely. Change creates a complete different place in the brain. It's a new room. Your brain has never entered in that part of the room and it goes, cool. This is new, different. And we like different. Mm-hmm. it's good for us that. i feel like we should leave it here this was beautiful <laughs> i love it amber i love you thank you so much i love you friend thank you so much for chatting anytime every single time shout out everybody drink water eat fruits and vegetables eat sunshine <laughs> awesome thanks for being here it's so good chatting with you all righty i'll chat to you soon Okay, bye. Oh, ciao. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, people, for joining me. It is always such a pleasure talking to you. You are just so special. <laughs> I love you dearly. You are just like a firecracker. Ah, <laughs> I love you. 
<sighs> Thank you all for being here and for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Um, I have some more really interesting conversations to come that I'm really excited to have you listen to. Um, I think I'm going to do probably like two or three more in a row of these and then do another episode by myself. But I'm really loving this momentum with these conversations right now. So I'm just going to keep it going. Just FYI. So (laughs) I hope you're enjoying it too. I will see you next time, my friends. I'm sending you so much love. Have a good one. I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. To learn more about me, my work, and such, you can visit channelwithamber.com or follow me on Instagram at channelwithamber. A special thank you to Unicorn Heads for my theme song, A Mystical Experience. See you next time. Thank you.